Good morning, everybody. It's Jody with our 10-Minute Daily Devotional. Happy Monday. I hope everybody had a great weekend. We did here in Atlanta. It was actually a beautiful weekend on Saturday. Anyway, yesterday it rained, um, and my girls went to the Sadie dance at high school, Sadie, where a girl asks a boy. So that was fun. Um, my daughter, my oldest daughter did ask someone, and my younger daughter went with friends. So fun, fun, fun weekend. Um Anyway, hey, Deb, good morning. Let me open this up in prayer. Dear Lord, I am so thankful to be here today. I'm so thankful my friend Deb could join me and that we can just um, be here to worship you together and to, to get to know you. God, um, please help us to feel your love as we are learning more about you. Feel your presence and get clarity on things um, with which we need clarity. We love you, God. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, so um, we are right now, well, I wanted to say one quick thing before we get started. Um, I was listening this morning to the sermon from yesterday. Um, I have my small group on um, Sunday mornings during the sermon time, so I listened to the sermon outside of that, and um, and the sermon was about, like, back in the day, how um, Jesus and, and the Christians created um, like Christianity, how it kind of came about, which is pretty, pretty cool to think about. And then one of the things that, um, that he talked about the pastor, um, is he said, Jesus asks his friend, friends, this question, he asked the disciples this question. And you might remember this from the new Testament, but Jesus said to them, what do people say about me? And the pastor jokingly says, um, you know, you should never ask that question. <laughs> what do people say about me? Cause maybe you don't want to hear the answer. Um, but so, you know, they said what people said about Jesus. And then he says, what do you guys say about me? And so questions like that always make me think, um, you know, what would other people say about me? Um, if I were to ask that question to my closest friends, what would they say that others say about me? What would my closest friends say about me? What would my family say about me? Um, yesterday in my small group, it's with a bunch of um, middle school moms, and we were talking about, um, they showed a video about what expectations parents put on their kids, and it was the kids' point of view, and the kids were talking about the expectations that their parents have, and so we in our group talked about what, um, what would our kids say if they had that video, so the parents in the room, what would our kids say if, um, you know, what would they say is their biggest struggle? Oh, hey, Shelby, their biggest struggle. And, and hey, Lily. Um, or what would they say if we put a video camera on them and said, what do you say about your parents? Um, you know, what is hard about your life? And I think that mine would probably say that we're too strict and um, we don't allow them some of the social media stuff that others do. Um, so I think that that's probably, that's what we said that mine would say. So anyways, um, that's another interesting question. If your kids had to make a video about you, um, what would they say or expectations that you put on them that might be too challenging? Anywho, all right, we're talking about Joseph and let's get in here and talk a little bit more about Joseph as we're reading through the 52 major stories of the Bible by Bill Muntz. And um, so we are talking now about the theme of the story of Joseph. So what is the underlying theme? And so 
there are a couple of themes here. And, um, and uh, Shelby says she should tell her mom to hop on this one. I would love that. Um, so anyways, number one, God is omnipotent. God is sovereign. God can do anything he wants. And isn't that true? Like through the story of Joseph, you see God working in such, such in my mind, almost crazy ways. Like the brothers are jealous, so they are going to kill Joseph and then they end up selling him. But through that, Joseph becomes one of the highest men. And then as one of the highest men and this good looking man, he gets um, put in jail because the, you know, the, the, um, the wife goes after him and, um, and then in jail, I mean, it's just thing after thing of, you know, almost craziness. And so, um, so anyways, yes, God can do anything that he pleases. And so here's a, a memory verse that, that he brings out and it's Psalm 115, three, God does all that he pleases. God does all that he pleases. Um, and Bill says, if that doesn't come through in this story, um, I don't know what does. Because there's a lot of sin, there's a lot of injustice, there are a lot of consequences. Um, but Joseph did not curse God and die. Joseph constantly gave God the credit for the good things that happened. He gave God the glory. And therefore, God is, was at work keeping his promise to Abraham by blessing Joseph. So I love that. All right. The second point of the story of Joseph, God keeps his promises. So God's sovereignty allows him to keep his promises, even in the midst of human sin. Bill says, I think it is easy to understand or to think about God's sovereignty when everything is good. It is something else when things are bad. So what do you think about that? What do you think about um, when things are bad? Is it hard to think about how awesome God is? Um, but then sometimes you hear people who say, that through the midst of their struggles, that's when they're closest to, to Jesus, right? Um, it says, the story of Joseph shows us that even in the bleakest of times, when we are engulfed by sin and its consequences, God is in control. When life seems out of control, faith says that God is in control. That's one of the promises that, um, that God asks us to believe about himself. Um, and so he says, Bill says, I want to give two quick quick qualifications here. One, God does not do evil. He did not make Joseph's brother sell him into, into captivity. He did not make Potiphar's wife lie. This is perhaps nowhere stated more strongly than in Job. So just keeping in mind that God does not do evil, but what God can do is use evil for good, right? Which is awesome. Qualification number two, God holds the sinful party responsible. So he says Joseph's brothers were responsible for their sin. Judas was responsible for his sin. Um, and then he just talks about that a little bit. So um, he does hold people accountable um, for the sin that they do. Let's see, I'm just skipping over a couple of things here because there's a lot of stuff there. Um, our actions of sin never thwart what God wants to accomplish. Isn't that kind of cool to think about? So as we are, when we do sin, it never thwarts God's plans. God is so sovereign that he has promised us that no matter what happens, he is at work in the midst to accomplish his good. And his good is that you look like his son, Jesus Christ. All right. Um,
and then let's see his good is not this um not the elimination of pain his good is not name it and claim it his good is that we will be conformed to the image of his son listen to that again we will be conformed to the image of his son so that someday we will be glorified when we see him his good is that we look like him as it says in first john, john 3 because we will see him face to face god's sovereignty allows him to keep his promises even in the midst of sin let's write that down so today is february 28th all right hi debbie another deb um february 28th And let's write God, um, what was it? Keeps his promises even in the midst of sin. God keeps his promises even in the midst of sin. God keeps his promises even in the midst of sin. So let's go ahead and write down our praise and our prayer request. <laughs> All right, let me pray for us. Dear God, I thank you that you are a sovereign, almighty, amazing God that can do anything. That even when we are sinning, even when we are um, not doing what you would have us do, you can use that for your glory. You can use that to magnify yourself. And um, it will not, we will never thwart your plans of, um, of what you want to do when we do wrong. Thank you for that, God. We love you so much, and we are so thankful um, for all that you do for us. In your name we pray, amen. All right, I hope you all have a great day. So good to see you guys. Thank you for joining, and I hope to see you tomorrow. Bye.